Nothing will stand in the way of Mordo's will. Not even you, Doctor Strange. Spider-Man, listen to me, Spider-Man! Oh, great all-seeing eye of Agamotto! You must come to my aid! And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who is scruffy looking? Less. I wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? They got your weakened geek covered. And you? You're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 265 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Daraj Dolichahi, and my co-pilots this evening. Uh, it's kinda, I'm kind of sad today because I don't have my brother-in-arms, Carlos Buarguayo, here. Because, you know, I, I'm happy for him, but it's kind of like a sad day because I'm by myself here in the Sith Lair. I finally got a bigger place to do The Sith List. Like, I have cool backgrounds, I have all this stuff in here, and then I got nobody here with me anymore. So, Boo, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I feel sad that I left you, but I'm good. Sad, but also happy because you're You home. have no idea, yeah. Did you walk in and, <laughs> did you walk in and say, Chewy, we're home? When you, when yes, you yes, exactly, yeah. I use that one a lot. I love that one. That is a good one. That is a really good one. Well, next on the bill would be Mr. Les Gonzalez, but Les isn't here. He's going to pop in a little bit later. Les is really busy lately. He's working out probably. And I just want to say that when you said brother in arms, I thought you meant Les. <laughs> it should have been Les. Yeah, it should have been, been Les. Less. Yeah, he's, been, he's got the arms. Yeah. It should have been guns last for sure. But he, he's going to pop in. And I think for the next two or three weeks, he's going to pop in a little bit late. So we're taking a break from his arms while he's probably working out his arms. But we still do have the guy you just heard. Randy, what's up, buddy? Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, thanks for being here. And the man we call the king of all pods, Mr. King Tom Chansky. What's up, buddy? Yeah, I'm going to have to start using that pop-in thing more often. Oh. <laughs> don't you, all, don't you all just start leaving me, man? Yeah. Or just pop out during certain sections. <laughs> oh, oh that, that, that's, totally that's always an option. <laughs> and the man, the myth, the legend, the man I call El Hombre, Mr. Eric Struthers. How you doing, buddy? I'm great, man. I'm super awesome and good. I don't have a gig for an entire month, and I've got to be honest with you, I'm pretty stoked on that. How did that like gig that you did in the hundred degree weather go? Not great, sir. Oh no, no. Uh, so we played at the minor league ballpark, and where they had us set up was on this um, like just concrete deck. They have this little tiny stage built. When I say tiny, I mean short. It's like 
foot tall but it's backed up against the building where like they their training center is where they work out it's in their offices it's brick and concrete and we're on concrete and it was probably you know like normal just standing temperature out probably on the field was probably about 96 so up on that concrete is about 105 and it was the sun was literally pointing right at us during the show our other guitar player tom gets sick i look over and he is sitting on this picnic table out ahead of the stage, just like with his head. He's still playing. But our sound guy sees it, runs up, gets two bottles of water out of the cooler and just puts them on Tom's neck. And he said when he told us later, he goes, man, I went to sing and like the walls started caving in. And I've, I've had trouble with like with heat exhaustion before. And once that happens to you, you're more prone to it. But I was drinking tons of water. Felt mostly okay. I was on the way home. Long story short, I ended up having to pull off twice, got violently ill, made it home. And all I could do is just, I couldn't even take a shower. I couldn't stay upright. So I had to lay down and, you know, just try to get as cold as possible. And dude, it sucked. Oh my God. That's rough. It, It was not good. Oh, and our singer, same thing, man. He thought he was okay. Got to where he had to leave immediately after because his sophomore age son is playing varsity football. yeah it's a big deal for me had it had his first game so he like i'm leaving the second we get done and he said i thought everything was cool and i got there and i sat next to my wife and like something's wrong it was rough man you got to be careful with that my my brother had to have a spinal tap because of that he uh we were playing this is before i played ice hockey we're playing roller hockey in really really hot weather it was like 100 degrees and on concrete and there was uh he was eating sunflower seeds all day and i told him i said dude it's not a good idea, bro. You're going to dehydrate yourself. He's like, nah, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. He didn't have any breakfast or lunch. He was just drinking Gatorade and sunflower seeds. He's like, and he told me, he's like, hey, I'm going to head out on my own and I'm going to go get something to eat. I'm going to go home. I said, okay, cool. I get home. He wasn't there. I, and there's a phone call and it was the police. And they're like, um, do you know a Ali Dolit Shahi? I go, yeah, yeah, he's my brother. They're like, does he do psychedelic drugs? And I go, uh, no. He's like, okay, well, can you please come down to the Del Taco uh, as soon as possible? So I go to Del Taco and I see my brother with one rollerblade on and one <laughs> shoe on. And I see the drive through menu window, the massive like thing on the floor. And I see him in a fetal position in front of a police officer. And the cop's like, hey, man, the reason I asked about the drug thing, because your brother took out the drive-through sign, then parked his car, and he had one roller blade on and one shoe, and he went in there and asked, I want my fucking burrito now. And he was screaming, and and everybody freaked out and ran outside. I go, that is not, if you've met my brother, Boo knows, like my brother is the most chill calm yeah. dude that doesn't think do drugs. Heard him curse yeah yeah so i was like no oh, officer i think something's wrong with him i think he's dehydrated or something so he got so dehydrated he started hallucinating and he went in there with one blade like a crazy person limping with one roller blade on and one shoe screaming for his for his oh uh, my gosh his burrito wow. his works burrito so how, the how well was the car parked the car was parked which was really like, was he like in in the lines in the lines, in the lines and everything he, he took wow. out the whole sign in the <laughs> lines went out and started yelling didn't get his burrito but they called the cops 
He, uh. So I picked him up, rushed him to the emergency room, they, and he threw up all the way there. I hope you he drove had, his car, not yours. He, no, I drove my car. I know. Oh. Unfortunately, yeah. I know. It sucked. But they said that he was very close to being, it would have been a very dangerous situation. He had like no body fluid in him. So they had to do a spinal tap to make sure why he was delusional and all this. It was crazy, but uh, he turned out okay. So the moral Wait, of the story so it was is- just one, one, how, did he get, how did he get just one rollerblade on? I asked him that afterwards and he said, dude, I was so he hungry. He was driving a car, right? <laughs> he was driving his car. Yeah. He was dri- yeah, yeah. So he said because he was so hungry, he didn't have time to take his blades off. Because if you ever played ice hockey, it's a bitch to take your shit off. Uh, roller <laughs> hockey. Uh, so he just, he, he just decided, I'll just put, take one uh, sh- skate off so I can drive, go through the drive through and go home. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And right, it right. didn't work out for him. Yeah. So he looked like that's a raven awesome. lunatic. But yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, you know, th- I mean, it is very dangerous, man. It's very dangerous. It's nothing to screw around with. And one of the things that happens is like you wait too long, you start guzzling nothing but water and you're with no electrolytes in it. You end up flushing your system so bad. And then suddenly water just like won't stay in your skin and your clothes get saturated and no air will flow through them. And it's like all these classic mistakes. God, this podcast is off the rails. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's all right. But hey, if it makes you feel any better, the next day I had another outdoor gig. But oh, the God. owner, after hearing what happened to us, it was from 4 to 8 p.m. Um, which, by the way, if you want to play a rock gig, starting at 4 p.m. and being done at 8 is not the worst thing in the world. Right. But uh, on a Saturday. But dude, he had like a nice cloth awning over us and got like a, an outdoor air chiller. Oh, you fill with, and um, fans, yes. and it was pretty great. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Well, I'm no. glad you're okay, buddy. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Be careful you where you hike. Doing, I'm, you know, I'm doing, I submitted my uh, two weeks notice last oh, Friday. Oh, oh shit. So um, oh. I'm like with work, I'm just, you know, the, the, the person who is going to be doing my job, I have trained, and he's doing everything with my supervision and I really got not much more I can tell him because I'm going to sound like a real jackass here, but to do my job, you kind of have to be me and know the things I've learned over the years. And so like other people could do part of it and they realize that the people are saying realize that. So um, (laughs) I'm just kind of sitting back and waiting. Yeah. boy. Yeah. Yeah. You make yourself indispensable. Yeah, yeah but you need I, me. Yeah, they, they at the same time, I am at the point where if they were to come to me and say, "Oh, the situation's changed. What do you think?" I, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Gotcha. That's a good so, feeling, right there. Really it is. I, the thing I don't have anything yet. Still looking. Um, but I got you know I got some I got some good feedback, some interviews, things like that. So things and are going to come for around. you man and you have this podcast yeah. which is most and important. i have and i have the sith list so so hey would, you, would you consider uh doing like a consulting role where it's you're not an indentured employee that you're basically on a per hire basis just to help them out and just not, gouge them that's a good for where i am right now i if i gouged them yes on my terms yes but not as a full-time good for you man you're in the driver's yeah. seat I'm trying to be 
Well done. Well done. You know, well, three months from now, the situation could be totally done. Please hire me. <laughs> I'm right please now. take me back. Please take me back. <laughs> I've made a terrible decision. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Fucking Job style. Yep. Randy, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Just another week. Been I, I missed last week's show. It was yes. because of that, like there was some universal karma that hit me. Just was down the whole week. I, I didn't know what happened. I've never listened to the show. I don't know how to listen to the show. So I don't know what happened. There's an intro, by the way. <laughs> I add, Randy, I added you to our intro. The intro to what? So the this intro. is a podcast? I'm so confused right now. An intro to this show? <laughs> to this show. Interesting, interesting. But, Just kidding, uh, I didn't add you. <laughs> I could have told me you did it, I wouldn't have known. <laughs> but, but I will say we did have a fun Saturday night, though, Randy. Randy a very fun Saturday night. Randy, Les, Steele, Lumberjack Nick, and OG Rob um, ended up going to the Star Wars Cantina because Lumberjack Nick set up this thing um, for like a kind of like a, a friend's meet and greet kind of thing. And we had some of our listeners show up. Tracy Moon showed up. Uh, that was mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, one of our friends, Tony, and came all the way from San Diego. Him and his buddy drove all the way to Hollywood. So, and it was a packed night over there. It was crazy. So, Scum and Villainy, you're doing great. And the best part of this whole thing was that the people from Scum and Villainy came over to Les and said, guys, we just want to thank you for doing your meet and greet here. Um, the turnout's wonderful. And anytime you guys want to meet over here, please feel free. So they thought that we set up that entire thing where it was packed because of us. Um, roll so with it, we'll, man. Yep. We, oh, we, we, oh, roll we absolutely with it. rolled with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Did. But it was, uh, it, was, it was great to be out and everybody was safe wearing their masks and the people that we hung out with, all of them um, have been vaccinated and have been real safe. So that, that was uh, also a big key for us. But it was, it was great to see people having fun and enjoying themselves. We'll say I wish I could have recorded the uh, car drive with me and Les. We had the longest, most in-depth Marvel conversation in the world and I wish uh, we recorded it. I wish you that could was, have too. That it was so awesome. good. So good. And when you left, Randy, I don't know if, yeah, when you left, you would have been very interested. There was a huge debate again. We had the same exact debate in the same exact booth about two years ago about uh -huh. Michael Jackson and Off the Wall and Thriller. And which one was No, it's that? not even a question. It's Off the Wall all the way. Yeah, okay. That was the debate again. OG Rob uh, and Les went at it with a little debate there. And that lasted a good 45 minutes. I went to go get a drink. I went to go talk to Tracy Moon. I walked around, took a piss, came back, and they're still talking about PYT. So it was uh, it was a fun night. It was a really fun night. It was great to see you steal again. Yep. I and uh, Lumberjack Nick, you. thank you for setting that up, man. Appreciate Thanks for showing what you said about uh, they went to go Thanks talk to Les. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry I missed it. It was good I to have you there, bro. Yeah, I thought so you said quiet, when, they, when they, <laughs> I was just in the corner. When you go when they went over to talk to Les, that they're going to tell him to leave his uh, leave his arms outside the door because you know oh, no guns allowed. Him. He was in his yeah. full glory too. Yeah, no, those <laughs> things were out and about. He walked out shirt. He walked in there shirtless, as he should. Yeah, yeah, makes it was, sense. Uh, it was a little odd, but nobody was going to say anything. You know? They had to spray a shirt onto him just so everyone was comfortable. <laughs> they <laughs> were the little airbrush people. Did yeah, the shirt it said veg. It said badge. That's correct. <laughs> Thank God. Right. Good job. <laughs> uh, have we talked about anything yet at all? No. 
We haven't talked about uh, shit. It's a slow see. week, man. It is a slow week. I, hey, guys, uh, let me just extend this shenanigans a little bit. I got to take Malik to Disneyland on Monday because I got, excuse me, I got the um, the mouse keys thing, which is the, their annual pass. Um, less, um, Lorena and I got the annual pass and we took Malik and he had a ball, man. It was awesome. Like he woke up. I, I, I took him out of his crib and he goes, we're going to Disneyland. I go, yes, we are. And, and Eric, you probably, and King Tom probably felt this way, but it felt like it was my first time being at Disneyland because I knew how excited he was going to get with every single thing that was there. It yeah, was I so haven't rad. been to Disneyland or Disney World, so. So, Eric, <laughs> um, you probably know how I feel. <laughs> I do. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> Well, I, it was phenomenal because here's the thing. I, I was so excited for him to get into Galaxy's Edge. I was, I was texting King Tom. Yeah. And then right when I got into <laughs> Galaxy's Edge, he passed out. Like, he passed oh, out. Uh-uh. So Man up. I know. And I was like, do I keep him awake? I said, and Lorena wouldn't let me keep him awake. So we rolled by the Millennium Falcon. He was asleep. And I was so pissed. So I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to camp him right in front of this goddamn thing until he wakes up. So we, we sat there for a good 45 minutes. He woke up. He was a little dazed. And I go, you want to see the Falcon, buddy? And he goes, Falcon? And he looked up and he just, he just dude, he fucking exploded with excitement. And Chewie was God there damn. with a big wrench in his hand. And he went up to him. And Lorena has a video. He, he goes up to Chewie. And they're, they're pretty uh, social distancing still, the characters. But, but Chewie started pointing at Malik. And, and he started talking to him and he's like, rawr, rawr, he did his whole Chewy thing. And then Malik started talking back to him in Chewy language. It was hilarious, oh, nice. dude. It went on forever. So it was phenomenal, cute. man. Oh, dude, it was a proud moment. Pretty fucking adorable. Did yeah. I ever tell you, did I ever tell you the tr- story of my trip to Disney? Okay, so you know, I grew up in Staten Island on the East Coast. When I was five years old, we had uh, friends of the family. This guy and his wife and his uh, their two kids they were travel they were taking a road trip from upstate new york down to disney so they stopped off at our house to get a- grab a few drinks use the bathroom and say hello i said i want to go too they said okay come on get in the car got in the car set off go around the block make a left make a left make another left we end up back in front of my house they open the door let me out hope you enjoy disney and they drive off Is that real? What the that fuck? That is real. <laughs> oh, hell <laughs> no. That explains a lot, King Tom. But yeah. Good Thank Lord. You. Did that you burn the down their house? I, heard. I should have. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your home, bitch. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Welcome home from Disney, motherfuckers. That's yeah. the worst thing I've ever heard today. Yeah. So, King Tom, you, you personally have never been to Disneyland with kids or without? Per- Disneyland, Disney World. I've oh, been at the shit. Disney store in the mall once, but that's, uh, that. that's, that's about good. the closest I've come. Same. That is pretty good, though. Totally same. Yeah. That is the same. All right. Are you going to the next celebration? Yeah, yes. he's going. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then we can make good. We can. So I'm try. I'm going to try office. and work it in. Yeah. You're oh, going. You're have- going, Tom. I'm starting to go find me right now. I'm typing up right. the details. <laughs> yeah, we're going. Because we I have definitely to go. Regardless, you, we're going. Oh, oh, God. I can't wait to see your face. 
It's going to be like Mickey <laughs> Malik again. It's like Malik again. I hope uh, he doesn't fall asleep before the Falcon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't fall Can asleep. Can we just drive him around the block? Is it would, yeah, would yeah. just be cruel? Yeah, get the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> can't go to Disneyland. Yeah, that was we're not going funny. to Celebration or Disneyland. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> that would be With the best. With my luck, that'll happen. Yeah, that would be the best <laughs> if that happened again. Oh, just tell God. the Uber guy. Yeah, just take us around the block and bring us right <laughs> oh. back here, and then tell him to get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Just have him look at it from the outside. Wave, okay, or just Wave take him downtown. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but I did. Yeah, you have to promise. Fire. I want you to take me and push me around in a stroller, please. Oh, <laughs> that'd be cool. I, I, I got to take him to Pirates of Caribbean. I got to take him to um, the Jungle Cruise. He was three inches short for the Falcon Smuggler's Run. But oh. that's, that's going to that's be any second. Yeah, so very excited. Very excited about it. But yeah, there's, uh, there's the uh, whole week in uh, our lives. And uh, I think we should get into some Weekend Geek. Let's jump into this real quick. I don't want to give out the shenanigans because you know who we are. So let's jump into the box office. Candyman, guys. Candyman took number one. Who could take a sunrise, a sprinkle with dew, cover it with blood and bone-chilling screams, or two? Thank you, Box Office Mojo. That was pretty great. The Candyman can. <laughs> $22 million. Free guy. Was that good. number? Yeah, I, I'm gonna go see Free Guy. Thirteen. Wait, wait. You saw Candyman? Both. No, no, not Candyman. The actual quote that uh, Box Office Mojo made and Free Guy are pretty good. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> what does that have to do? With <laughs> I just said that was pretty good to the Candyman quote, and then he's like, "What?" I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, you're not here. I can't play off you anymore. You I, know I mean? yeah, I'm sorry. No. Thirteen point two million dollars for quotes. Free Guy. Paw Patrol, the movie, six point seven. Jungle Cruise still making money at five million dollars. Jungle, and, and by the way, um, I put this in the show notes. Jungle Cruise two is in the works, guys. How, hmm. Are you guys excited about this? Oh man, hang on, let me move up to the edge of my seat. I think you guys yeah. are are taking rock for granted. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, you've been waiting to use that one for a while, haven't you? Well, I'm just saying, do you think he needs to be bolder on his decisions? Oh, wow. Oh, no. My heart's not made of stone to rush. Fuck ah! I was waiting for this all day. I was, 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 was going to was say traffic. something, but I am petrified. <laughs> oh! <laughs> wow. And you wonder I really... why I left the Sith Lair. Yeah. <laughs> nah, boo, we don't. <laughs> we know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well done on that one well done but yeah there's your box office top five Candyman, uh number one well done anybody see anything cool this uh last week no i'm uh i was i'm probably gonna watch some movies this weekend but i am definitely seeing shang chi this weekend yep i am definitely seeing that too just been continuing to watch uh the sopranos i think we're four or five episodes in so far what are you thinking oh uh, loving it so far so yeah no uh, was everybody's recommendation awesome. well founded well founded so yeah no loving the show so far just just need to find more time to watch more episodes and can't wait for the prequel oh my gosh wait till wait till you see the, the other seasons that are coming up i mean you're <laughs> you're in for a treat dude okay good ah oh, that's so great i started uh with lorena i started nine perfect strangers that's nicole kidman's and uh it's a it's some great actors in it 
Bronson Pinchot. Yeah. Wow. You know what? You took the joke out of my. I said it's not about. It's, oh, I it's thought not going to be about. I was like, what? It's not going to be about Balky and his brothers. No, no, not Bronson Pinchot. But it is really good. It's really, really good. And um, it, the cast is phenomenal. It's on Hulu. If you have Hulu, it's definitely worth watching. Um, so check that out. Nine Perfect Strangers. Um, and um, Randy, I saw that we're going to get another season of The Circle in a two weeks. Are we really? Yes. This is fantastic news. If anyone listening to the show has yet to experience The Circle, it's on a, a Netflix. It's probably the best thing they've made so far. And <laughs> I say really that with is. no hyperbole. Yes. And it is addicting, by the way. Very addicting. Because it's so good. It is so good. And we're not being sarcastic either. No, it's really good. It is really good. You should watch it. Kylo, give us some Star Wars news. It's time for Eric's Star Wars Report. Star Wars is pretty great, but there's some things it can't fix, and that's what has happened in this show up until now. But <laughs> we'll try, okay? That was some of the most ignorant stuff I'd ever heard. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> the lego star wars skywalker saga game is not coming out until spring but great news if you have apple arcade there is a an apple arcade exclusive lego star wars game coming ah. and what it actually is versus like one of the things i read about it didn't it's referred to it as like a real-time strategy game something along those lines it's it's like a card based game kind of like magic the gathering those sorts of things except they're lego characters but the gist of it's the same meaning that you've you know you've got all these stats you you build this deck essentially of these of these uh teams and you play against other people online in real time the bottom line is it's lego and it's star wars which is pretty cool but um i don't know that this is going to be for me but I mean, are any of you guys hip to Apple Arcade? You playing any games? No, I didn't even know it was a thing, dude. <laughs> Sweet, <laughs> just you and everybody else. I've yep. heard about it. It sounds like it's probably going to be like a, a money sink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of those. Sure. Like, if especially whenever it's like that stuff where you customize your own decks. Usually with iOS games, the business model now, at least, is that you're paying for. Uh, like random packs to get these uh upgrades and that's what i was guessing because when you think about it like i think it covers all areas of star wars and pretty much every character but you have the the likelihood of having 10 of the same thing and none of the boba fett that you're dying to get is probably pretty real but i mean it's something i'm not gonna i'm not gonna chase it down but it's a uh, it's a thing, and it's Star Wars. So there, there yeah, we. I have just wish it. they would make a make a game like that for the fucking consoles, like one that doesn't revolve around all those little microtransactions, and just made like a legitimate console game that was that exciting or that that spanned that much of the lore. Yeah, I like. I'm pretty stoked on the Skywalker Saga coming out, the Lego game, mm-hmm. because I do think it's gonna 
be very in-depth and you'll have all the little minifigures you can get and those games are a lot of fun but it would be really cool if there was a non-lego game like that for example something that felt and operated like uh jedi fallen order because that game is really good for Mm -hmm. anybody who's keen Mm -hmm. to uh gaming it's very well done the the uh the engine for it. I, I really enjoyed the story and the way the engine renders everything made it, uh, made it a great experience. It would be cool to have something that covered more of star Wars that operated in that fashion. Controls are intuitive. It doesn't feel clunky. The movement's good. It's easy to get immersed you're not constantly aware that you're staring, you know, third person at a screen. It's, it's fun to get sucked into. Yeah. I want them to make a Jedi power battles too. And anyone play that game ever? No, I think I, I, it's, uh, I think I it's a prequel trilogy era. It's like a side-scrolling like beat 'em up game, like like Double Dragon or something like that. Mm. But it's all uh, prequel era Jedi's. It's, ah. it's, a, it's not a great game, but it's fun just because there is nothing like it huh. in Star Wars, anyways. But I would love even like the old cool. old school super super Star Wars, super Empire, super Jedi. Those are my oh, favorite. Those are. Oh, those are awesome games, but those are side-scrolling platformers where these ones are just merely about just beating up groups, a bunch of people. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Like in the screen moves a little bit to the right, then you go a little bit further. Got it. You fight a boss at the end. Yeah. But I would love if they made one of those. Huh. That would be cool. So what do you guys like? If you were going to dream up the the Star Wars game that you're dying for, what would you guys pick? That's a good, good one, Randy. Oh, There was a game came out 98 called Rebellion where <laughs> it was a strategy game and it's not everyone's bag and I'm I'm just saying that right now some some people would would call it uh very involved others would be would call it very boring and they could be right but basically <laughs> you controlled either the empire or the rebellion and it was the day after the battle of Yavin and you had to build your forces recruit planets to your cause um and try to beat the other like if you were the uh if you were the rebellion you had to capture the emperor vader and coruscant if you were the the empire you had to capture luke leia mon mothma and destroy the 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 rebellion headquarters and so you could build you could build like star destroyers or mon calamari cruisers you could build fighter squadrons if you were you were the empire you could build a death star um, and it was it was a lot like a civilization type game. Um, That's rad. Yeah, it it was it was very flawed, uh, and it wasn't always intuitive, but it was fun. That was a fun game. That was a really fun game. But they don't want really the su- make games like that anymore. I want the no. Super Star Wars, but I want Super Solo. I want Super Rogue One, and I want Super um, Sequel Trilogy. Only if they, only if they get like the sixteen bit digitized voice going, I'm a pilot. I'm, yeah. I'm a pilot. Yeah. And plus, that. I'm not sure how like well you remember those games, but they they took quite a few liberties with like the shit you fought. <laughs> they yeah, were just like random beasts that were never anywhere in the movie. I don't even know where they came up with the shit. Robot I still have them, man. I still play them. Yeah. Yeah. I have all three of them, man. I love them. fun yeah, games. Great. They have a, like a mist version of Star Wars. Remember mist. Oh, <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. I'd have to see how they'd pull it off because yeah, just I don't so know how they would. 
a Star Wars non-action game is yeah. that's a tough sell to me. Maybe I'm right. wrong for thinking that way, but you'd have to have a really good hook as far as the lore to get someone to just yeah, like walk yeah. around <laughs> a spot and solve puzzles all the damn time. Maybe it'd be like a High Republic kind of thing, a High Republic Mist yeah. type of game. That, that's well, a game I would like be to see done. A non-action game. I mean, just it would just be Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Video game. I knew you were gonna say that, dude. I knew you were gonna, <laughs> you knew you were gonna say that, I dude. I, I like that said. movie. I, I know you that like is, it. That is, I'm just you know <laughs> shooting for the 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 low the fruit. low brow humor there. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wish they would remake. I really, honestly, I'm sure this has been said numerous times by plenty of people, but I wish they would remake. Knights of the Old Republic in with modern sensibilities. Yeah, like I was watching this video yesterday, and it was a really, really interesting video about comparing the first Knights of the Old Republic to the Monomyth, and how well it does a job of mirroring the original Star Wars, or even actually the original trilogy, without um, making it too apparent. Obviously, it feels like Star Wars because there's a lot of the similar beats. But it's almost as if Star Wars was in an alternate universe and you were the star of that. I mean, like uh, the Revan, like reveal and everything. All yeah. the beats in that game are done so well in comparison to like what Joseph Campbell's like simplified version of the monomyth. It's fantastic game. I just wish I can't play it now because it's just so behind in like gameplay mm -hmm. standards. Right. Yeah. But you I think we're ever going to get to see Revan in, in a future Star Wars? Live action, not a game, just live action, something. I feel like Kylo was kind of that. Kylo was revenue. Yeah. yeah. That's hard, Ooh. man. I mean, yeah. I know a lot of people are clamoring for it. And when I say a lot, just some people who are noisy have been clamoring for it. <laughs> but I don't know that that would be that big of a sell to the general public. Right. Yeah. That's one of those characters where I feel like you would have to explain it so much for people to get why it's a thing. I don't know. Yeah, maybe yeah, I'm wrong. So. No, 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 you're probably right. Probably I think right. You're totally right. I, I'm curious to know what first game was, what first Star Wars game was for Boo. Uh, Lego Star Wars. I think it Lego was. Yeah, yeah, it was the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, it was it Dexter's Diner and all that? Yeah, love that. Love the shit out of that. Mine was ColecoVision Empire Strikes Back. Mm -hmm. It's a great game. <laughs> great yep. game. It's great. It's horrible, too. but it's great. That's so good. Yeah. You just go like, it was like, uh, wasn't it like uh, you just went back and forth, just like shooting like yep. uh, the snow speeder? The snow, the snow speeder. Yeah. yeah. And that, that weird ColecoVision controller yep. with the knob and the two buttons the, on the side. Right. Right. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. That was, that was rough. Dude, I remember playing the original Star Wars sit-down video game. You know the uh, yeah. the uh, where you're in the X-wing attacking the Death Star. You start out mm -hmm. out front. And it's all line rendered uh, yeah. graphics. Yeah, yeah. And every it's it's like that. Every level was the same. It only got a passingly harder. Talking about this this one right here, right behind me. Yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah. Dude, we being in the sit down one was so great. My dad, I probably told you this story, but he had uh, a gig where he was doing some work on the side for a guy who owned uh, two movie theaters and an arcade. And he had this little crappy building where he would put video game consoles and my dad would go out there and fix them for him. And uh, there was like no heat. You had you couldn't flush the toilet. You had to like dump water into it to 
exchange the water in it but he would take me there and the door the coin door would be hanging open and you could just tap the little the, the little thing the course hit to rack up a billion credits and just sit there and play and play and play and dude that was the, the only home console back then was the atari 2600 mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. so man being able to do that was freaking rad and i was at that perfect age where it was like so real and so magical i remember that and the sit down star trek game where it's like you're, you've got um, some buttons and then like a a knob where you're driving and it had like actual sound from the movie like damn it repaired sir and it was pretty crappy one was in the in alec they used alec in his samples for the star wars game that was really it cool. sure did yeah yeah that's yeah, even this ar- really cool the arcade too. one up the yeah they have the original sound from the the original games and you can hear like samples of vader and stuff which is awesome mm-hmm yeah oh, those were the days man those were the days yeah that, that game was, was so mind-blowing back in the day oh yeah the, like the one that you have the cabinet for yeah yeah i, I loved it back then or and this the one, one has... that's on our uh graphics here yeah the one that we're, we have as a background <laughs> oh isn't this this is that one though isn't it yeah yes yeah it's the same one yeah okay. yeah same one yeah. but, but uh, empire strikes back was just a little bit different than the the first one and then they have jedi jedi was totally different jedi actually like sp- sp- spruced it up a bit yeah you guys gotta play squadrons vr i'm telling you oh god i know i gotta do that Randy. that game is it's the closest thing to that like as like realized so good mm. wasn't there a leak king tom you didn't say, didn't you say there was a leak for a mando game or something I'm not sure exactly what it is. Uh, last weekend, there was a video that hit YouTube of someone playing what they they called a Mandalorian game leak. Um, and it, I think it looks pretty cool for if people are saying it's another game, but skinned. Um, basically, you're the Mandalorian. It's a third person um, action game. And you're going through a Star Destroyer. There are clips of Jango Fett. Um, there's a section where you can choose your weapon. You choose, like, you could choose a flamethrower, or you got to choose your grappling hook to swing across. Um, right. And since then, a lot of people are saying, "No, it's not. It's not legit. It's you know, someone made a skin for another game." But it looks like they yeah. put a lot of work into it. Wow. Okay. I would wow. love. I would love a game like that. Because uh, you know, man, the Mando is fun. Having a guy with armor with all different abilities. Uh, in all these environments that we're seeing in the show, I think that would be fun. Yeah, it'd be rad. Cool, man. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Well, so the other the other thing going on in Star Wars right now is the uh, Kevin Scott audio drama, the High Republic audio drama, and I have not uh, started it at all. But ha- who here has listened to any of it, and what do you think of it so far? I've listened to about the first hour or so. Um, like like you mentioned, it's an audio drama, so you start listening and it just starts in the middle of the story. Unlike the um, previous two audio dramas, the one about Dooku and the one about Doctor Afra, it's not some it's not biographical or autobiographical, so you really have to pay attention to, to tell who who's who. Uh, it feels like it's well done. It's just the type of thing that for me it's tough to get into. So it's. I like it so far. It's just I can only listen to a little bit of it at a time. Huh. But it, it continues the um, the High Republic story from where Scott's last book 
the rising storm I think I think that's what it's called because um, there's just been so many higher public books all with similar titles um, but it, it picks up from where that one left off nice I'm excited about that one man when I finish should should I jump into that one at first before I read no, the higher do, public stuff do the okay so there have been I think you read the light of the Jedi Yes. And then there have been a few. Claudia Gray did a book that was good. Then Kevin Scott's book was excellent. Okay. Then, then this audio drama. And then there are okay. some other, you know, young adult books that they move a bit quicker, um, but those are good also. Okay. Okay. So yeah, def- I finished that Thrawn book and then you told me to go get Treason. I'm into Treason. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Um, except for the audiobook has a guy that's an Imperial Admiral. Uh, is a grand animal, I believe. That sounds exactly like Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like they mimicked Sean Connery. Like, what, so when Sean Connery are you talking about here? I'm talking like, uh, hunt for like hunt for Red October. Sean Connery. Oh my God, that's fucking awesome! <laughs> Can you give us Drop like an example? Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, that's kind of Sean Connery. Close that was like door. Admiral Akbar, Sean Connery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can you stay in? Can you stay, Sean Connery, for the rest of the episode? I come on, sure. come on. <laughs> I'm going to respectfully ask that we don't do that. This, this is where this is where you pop out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, uh, that's what she said. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm done. No. <laughs> I, I don't have anything else Star Wars related, my friend. Hey, that's more than I thought, buddy. I mean, there was a question that I want to uh, ask you guys. You know, the what ifs are so big and so popular. Um, I asked King Tom today, uh, what would be his what if? And I said, well, don't tell me because I want to talk about it on the show. So if you guys had a Star Wars what if, what would it be? Oh, that's easy for this? me, man. Okay, go ahead. My Star Wars related what if would be what if I had better co-hosts on the Bad Motivators? <laughs> Dang. Damn. No, I'm just kidding. Um, like hang on, let me let me think about that for a minute. Okay, I uh, be, I, I kind of you know was spoiled, so I'll go first while everyone else thinks. I actually sent in a voicemail to Blue Harvest about this a few weeks ago. Mine oh. then was what if Qui Gon left the Jedi Order to train Anakin instead of going to Naboo. And I think that would create a whole separate line of events. But then I had another thought. What if um, Ochi delivered Ray to Palpatine and never tried to turn Ben Solo? Damn, King Tom coming in with the heat. Shit. Yeah, those are good ones, buddy. I read a lot of waters. It kind of works works automatically in my brain. I I could tell. Huh. Um, What if... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What if uh, Luke beat Vader on Cloud City? Uh-huh. I don't know what the ramifications could potentially be, but it would change the dynamic between him and Palpatine. He wouldn't need to see uh, Jabba the Hutt. Right. Han would still get captured. Huh. <laughs> That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mine would be, You're what always- if... Thank you. I hope so. Uh, what <laughs> if Luke actually saved Vader and he didn't die and he took him back to Endor? There was back about 15 years ago, Dark Horse, when they did the Star Wars comics, they did a series of they couldn't call it what ifs, 
but it was like they did one for each of the original trilogy movies it was like the first was what if luke missed at the death star the second for empire was what if what if luke died on hoth i don't remember what the one for jet what the question was the one for jedi but the final pages are pretty famous because luke saves vader and vader walks out in like his his costume is white ah oh it's not good yeah so Uh, i i hope i hope yours would be better than that yeah i just want to see everybody's faces when he rolls up you know (laughs) (laughs) that's my bad (laughs) sorry guys there was good in me well what if here's one what if the events of return of the jedi you're at the end vader tries to pick up palpatine and throw him over the edge but instead palpatine bests him and kills him now he's got no apprentice luke skywalker's there what happens next oh yeah does he try to kill him or does he try to like he kills him him? (laughs) he kills him for sure he's so pissed at that Uh, point uh, yeah does is pretty bad shape right there you might not need to get too uh, aggressive does lando still blow up the death star Ooh. oh yeah he would have to i mean it doesn't really yeah it's for the better good of the yeah. well, so nothing, doesn't matter who what happens there. there wouldn't change anything else in the right mm-hmm. yeah because yeah because luke's already made his choice he's like yeah. Yeah, he's already told them blow it up if you can do whatever you yeah. i'm gonna try to do what i can but blow it up no matter what what if what if han dies when he goes into the carbonite ah was it uh <laughs> what's the name wakes him ch- up yeah, that would suck, but I don't think it changes. It wouldn't change too much of Jedi. No. I'll tell you that yeah. fucking much. Right, right. Because I said the whole beginning. The, the reason well, I'm saying, like, it, they found Han and, like, nothing happened with Han. He didn't do shit in that whole movie. No, yeah, that's true. It would just no, be but, him shrugging a few times that we wouldn't get to see. <laughs> that's about it. The, 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 the one reason I ask is I would like to see how Luke's reaction is to that. Does that sway him Ooh. to hmm. not? Because Vader's the one who put him in the goddamn carbonite. And he's, right. he, you know, he's, it, does that sway him to not want to save him to actually just purely want to kill him? And does that change how he is inside the uh, emperor's room at the end of uh, the, Jedi? All your faith in your friends is your, yours, your weakness. Bit. Yeah, exactly. He's like, well, you've yeah. killed my friends. So you're all, everybody's going to die. That's yeah. interesting. But it would just change. It's one decision to change one scene at the end of the movie. But I would just like to see how Luke reacts to it. Right. I'm trying to think of like what would be like the most like smallest change that would have like big ripples. Um, What if um, a Finn didn't take Poe's jacket? Oh, yeah. That's a fantastic one. Good call. Then BB-8 wouldn't notice him. Yeah. They wouldn't meet up. Right. Right. Ray would have to be getting like portions the rest of the <laughs> the season, whatever they do. Yeah, we could do this. And is this something that you guys would want to see animated wise? Something like a standalone? This Marvel no, one ties if, in to the multiverse, but let's just say a standalone Star Wars. What if? If, if we talk about the today's what if, I'll tell you why. Okay. <laughs> if what do you mean? If of course we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk, talk. Okay. About cool. Well, that was great. Thank you, uh, Eric, for uh, guiding us through that galaxy of nothing of Star Wars news. <laughs> <laughs> but but you made it 
sound like something, which is uh, it's a talent. That's what she said. Boo, speaking of <laughs> talent and nothingness, Boo, do you have any Boo bits? You mean no talent at all? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so we'll just continue the, uh, you know, the bad news train. Um, COVID is still, still a very big thing going on right now. Right. And because of that, movies are still continuing to be pushed back and pushed back pretty fucking far. Uh, Mission Impossible 7 has now been pushed back to September 30th, 2022. Oh, uh, Top Gun 2, you know, Top Gun Maverick, May 27th, 2022. They should just oh, do a God. double header, boo. Let's, that let's, would, oh my God. Like that would splashes, be flashes with a cruise orgasm. Like hockey oh, us with some cruise. That would be so fucking because yeah, because I'm I'm excited to see Mission Impossible Seven and then seeing Top Gun. Oh yeah, what what is it that Top Gun Maverick? I want to see it in a in a 4D theater. Have you guys ever been in one of those where the chairs move slightly? Yeah, have, like, I saw air? I saw the uh, Last Jedi in that. Oh, yeah, my god, pretty, that'd just be amazing. incredible. Did you so, say yeah. that because I said Bukaki? So why you want yes. 4D? Yes, exactly. Bukaki videos. I, yeah. yeah, I don't know if I want to be a part of that one, but yeah, sure. That would be called a cruise cocky. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then, uh, what is it? Uh, finally, and probably the most hurtful one is Jackass Forever has been delayed to February 4th, 2022. Oh. Yeah. But oh, yeah, that hurts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he said worst. that I did it. <laughs> it's the worst one I know. But I agree with Eric entirely. <laughs> But on a very good note, on a very good note, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, the James Bond movie, uh, No Time to Die, um, has been confirmed to come out October 8th. Thank God. Oh, cool. Thank God. I'm really excited for that. And Shang-Chi hasn't been delayed. Has not. No, definitely not. That's fantastic. Uh, what is it? I think, uh, especially during the beginning of COVID, everybody watched the uh, Michael Jordan um, the Last Dance documentary is on ESPN. Ten part series, yes. awesome, just just incredible. The they you know the things that you learn, just more information that you saw. Some of the footage they had, wonderful. One one of the more entertaining parts was, of course, Dennis Rodman. Always, and he talked about his forty eight hours in Las Vegas during the middle of the playoffs, where he goes out parties and then comes back and you know nabs you know forty seven rebounds or something. They're gonna make a movie about that. Yeah, they're gonna make a movie about it, and the producers are, are uh, Lord and Miller. Oh wow! And I and I heard they're gonna write it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that should be fucking incredible. I saw that. I was like, holy shit, that sounds amazing. So yeah, so they're gonna actually gonna bring that that insanity to the screen. So yeah, that you know, for Scotty Pippen. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, right. Scotty Pippen's no. a hard a hard casting. Like, it yeah. is. You're right. You can't just that's cast anyone one. for Scottie Pippen. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. That's a tough one. The um, I'm really interested in this because during that, not during that span, when he left and be- became a Laker for like two days, and then he left <laughs> and he got retired again. Um, he lived in Newport Beach, and he had a club. Well, it wasn't a club; it was a lounge. Um, yeah, it was a lounge restaurant in Newport Beach that he owned, and I would frequent that lounge. I went there too. Yeah. Really nice. I would always see. I would always see him there. Yes, that's what I was going to tell you. That yeah. he was always there, always very friendly. Would talk to you. Would come out of his way and talk to you. I think Les yeah. went with me a bunch of times. Um, yeah, very very nice guy. Uh, so I'm, I'm really interested in this thing. 
Yeah, I, I think it'll give a, a a more of an understanding of Dennis Rodman because see people just see the outside and stuff like that. I think we'll see the insanity that is his life, but also him as a person more more than anything. So I think that'll be pretty cool. Um, some even bigger news: Who loves the Expandables franchise? Um, I think that's are ex- are expandables, not expandables. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. They are, they are expandables. They are expandable. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Stallone. Jack, he's gotten. They're oh. making a fourth one. They're making a fourth one. I have no idea why. These are even movies for me that are just way too ridiculous. I, I, I've checked out after like the second one. I was like, yeah, I'm done. You guys can have that over there. I've never but, seen one. No. Yeah. You're not missing much. Not missing much at all. <laughs> <laughs> but if if you are a Megan Fox, Fifty Cent, or a Tony Jaw fan, the three of them are going to be in the next Expendable uh, Expendables uh, movie. So, ooh, Fifty Cent, huh? Ooh, how exciting that can be! And I think that's all, folks. I don't have much your, your, this week. Your bits are empty. My bits are empty. That's all I got. Anybody listen to the new Kanye album? I did. I, I've listened I did to it like two or three times. I was very pleasantly surprised that Jay-Z is back in his good graces. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Jay-Z's wow, on it. The weekend's goodness. on it. Yes. Um, and it, it's very churchy, mm-hmm. very religious, but I enjoyed it. There's some songs where like, he sounds batshit crazy, but majority of the, the majority of the songs sound like old Kanye. He's actually... Huh. Not using auto tune every five seconds. He's he's rhyming. He's got like smart lyrics. He flows. Yeah, very very impressed with some of those old kind. The one about Kim was really good. He has mm-hmm. one specifically about Kim, and that was sounded like old Kanye. Um, yeah, really cool. Yeah, no, I, I I dug it. I dug it. I thought it was a bit too long. It's about an hour and a half for an album. Bit yeah. a bit too long. Some of the songs. Need, yeah, need some of the be, songs were yeah. somebody somebody needed to be there in there with him be like yeah you got to cut this you're right you're just right. droning on you i don't know what the exactly. hell you're doing but you I know it's his his album and this is you know the the one for his mom about his mom and stuff like that so nobody's yeah. gonna tell him otherwise but yeah no it was it was good to have it i don't know his he's a genius musically and also how he promotes himself because he just leaves everybody hanging on a on a just the thread of just waiting. Come on, come on, give it, give it, give it. And then when the, you know, people finally get it, they're all just clamoring for it. So I can't right. hate him for that. I might dislike it. The man's a genius. So I he I, is I, getting I a lot of shit uh, for bringing out. He had like a big performance. Oh yeah, and he, and he brought out Marilyn Manson. And he brought out the baby, who both have been in some hot water. Obviously, yeah, yeah. probably not a good choice. No, bring those two guys out. But he did that on purpose, obviously. Yeah, so, to for people to talk. And we're talking about, about Sithless, and that's all he wanted. He just wanted Bingo. to talk about it on uh-huh. the show. So well done, what, Kanye. You win. This is all he needs. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Boo, for the bits. That was uh, that was only good. a couple. Yeah. I wanted to uh, throw this out there for Steel Succession season three is coming out very soon, and if you are a fan of this show, you're probably going to be very excited, like I am. If you haven't watched the show, I highly recommend it. It's one of HBO's best shows out there. It's phenomenal. Check it out. I think it's coming out in October. Um, I think there's like a trailer for it. So uh, for you Succession fans, check it out. No, real quick. I wanted to say something. We talked about this last week. Remember how I went on that tear about um, bands and the real reason why like the 
outside realities of bands wanting to demand like uh, fully vaccinated proof of vaccination or positive or a negative COVID test and all that stuff. Well, my buddy who plays with the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, right, they finally announced that they're going to tour this year. It's been up in the air and they thought maybe they would, but they weren't sure. And instantly people start bitching, right? Right. And about, well, they better not be prior. And it's, it's, here's the deal, man. If you ever want to look at a case study, this is the one. These people have been out of work for a year and a half or so. And you're talking about each band counting vocalists is like 17 people plus a full crew, a tech crew. And we're talking. So when you look at it, they probably have like 80 people on the road at any given time and they've been without work. And so you're going to get out there and get stalled for two weeks. If one person gets COVID and it goes through like, you know, uh, a fire through a bunch of dry kindling. In the meanwhile, my friend turbo, our friend turbo sends me this thing that I hadn't been hip to and it's kid rock. And he had, played at Sturgis and was it was packed and he posted this whole thing about owning the libs and blah 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 and now he had to cancel a bunch of shows because his whole body oh, got COVID and it's like the bang dude and you can you can take listen I'm not trying to put a political spin on this what I'm trying to point out is now none of these people have work and they're mm-hmm. stuck it, in a position where there's no money coming into the production and the production is putting out money to house these people because they got, there's nothing to do with them. That was the point I was trying to make. And just how funny that just a few short days after we recorded last week, this is all plopped down. Mm-hmm. Um, That's it's just how crazy yeah. random man. That is nuts. Yeah. Things are going to be different. Band. <laughs> That's what? Right. Oh, Hey, by the way, speaking of that kind of uh, shitsters that are that are musicians, Limp Biscuits back. Did you guys know Limp Biscuits back? They they played Lollapalooza like months ago. I've and seen was pictures like, at Fred Durst's grandpa's front in the band now. Oh, for he for sure looks like a grandpa. There was like seventy thousand people at Lollapalooza rocking out to them. I was like, what? Are you serious? Oh my gosh! I I got the uh, YouTube link of them coming back and i had to tell the person i was like listen like i don't even think it's i don't even get entertainment of making fun of them i just don't <laughs> care yeah like yeah. i am so ambivalent about their existence like I they were garbage believe, then and i'm sure they're garbage now i just couldn't believe that there were so many people watching them and rocking out to them still but hey whatever hey man masks <laughs> masks that's right that's right so what I, I was going to jump into the Batman because I don't know if you saw this guys, but there was a couple of people that I've seen a kind of a rough cut of it. And they said it was phenomenal, but they said it was a, a horror film and it's, it's the most, um, I don't know. They said it, it, some of the comments, I don't have them with me, but if I remember correctly, they said it, it's just, it's just dark film noir and it's very scary. And it's Paul Dano. Or Dano is just horrifying in it, and it's more like a horror movie than it is a su- like a superhero comic book film. Hmm. But they did say it was phenomenal, and then they're very excited for everybody else to see it. 
So that was kind of interesting. Well, I, I, I think it makes sense because the the trailer opens. I'm pretty sure the guy's uh, semi or he just died or he's just finished asphyxiating him with the duct tape. And he's yeah. just fucking just covering the dude's head in duct tape and things like yeah. that. It seems it seems pretty terrifying just to start off. And yeah, and and then Paul Dano is, as a as a as an actor, he's fantastic. So yeah, so oh, I, I could nice. definitely see this movie being very scary. Yeah, I can't wait for this one, man. I think this is going to be huge, and I think they're going to do multiples of this. I think it's going to be a, a, a franchise on its own. Even though I know Batman is, but I mean this particular right. set. I think it's surprising. I, I didn't expect it to uh, go so so far in that direction. Mm-hmm. I I get very cynical about that stuff and think that they just want to take just enough chances to differentiate themselves, but not really go the mm-hmm. uh, give like the director the ability to do exactly what they want. But maybe Joker kind of changed that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Getting a little bit more loose with. Uh, the uh, leash on directors so hopefully yeah because i don't want to see another batman like the ones we've seen before not that they're bad or anything but we've already seen it yeah yeah i totally agree man that's why i'm so excited about this one so can't wait can't wait for that okay i think it's time to jump into the what if um and uh real quick before we do that i want to get randy's take on the spider-man trailer because we he wasn't here last week randy you're a big spider-man fan what was your take on this yeah Thought it was freaking awesome, man. Like my favorite Spider-Man flick is without a doubt the uh, second Raimi one. Mm-hmm. And that's probably my favorite Marvel film. Um, right. And to see Doc Ock come back, that's pretty awesome. And I think it's a safe assumption that the other uh, Spider-Men will be back. Um, because of that, I watched the amazing Spider-Man one and two again. So yeah, that's something I watched this week. And what you think about those? You know, they're not good. But yeah. I will say that what's his face? Who's the Spider-Man actor in that one? Garfield, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. He has the best uh, interpretation of Spider-Man talking to pedestrians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like his, like I, I know it sounds stupid, but like that's a no, big I know part of Spider-Man. Saying. Yeah, like, the way he talks to like the common man is the coolest out of any of the Spider-Man. Like Tom Holland is the farthest removed from actual Spider-Man. Right, and then Peter Parker. Uh, Toby Maguire is very much Silver Age Spider-Man. That's why I really like that one. But mm. he gets like the uh, personality, like the like the banter of Spider-Man so much better than anyone. I thought he was a good Spider-Man. I, I thought the movies weren't great. I love that Martin Sheen was in it because I'm a huge Martin Sheen yeah. fan. Uh, but I, I thought he was really good. So I'm really interested to see him come back and interact with, uh, with Maguire and with Holland, that'd be rad. I got no problems with Garfield. He's a good actor. Yeah, those trailers were the trailer mm-hmm. was really cool. I think there's a lot of cool stuff in there that if you uh like look at it and just take it like scene by scene, there's a lot of cool hints as to what's coming. And yeah, makes me yeah. very excited. Yeah, me too. I think this is going to be the biggest film during the COVID era. That's for sure. It's going to blow everything away. Oh, easily. Ah, <sighs> well. B, let's talk. Um, I, I had no segue. I wasn't even mm-hmm. in time. Uh, but what if episode four, Doctor Strange, what if instead of his hands, he lost his heart? Guys, King Tom, what's your take on this episode? 
first of all, I saw the title and I saw the episode. I didn't realize the title was metaphorical. I thought it would be literal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought I thought it told a very good story. Uh, and if, if anyone hero in in Marvel or you know in the MCU would be the one to go down a dark path to try and change things just because of his curiosity, it would be Stephen Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, the it was it was very well done. Uh, but I would like to to see a sequel. What if they actually made a what if story that had a happy ending? Uh, because <laughs> all of these that we've seen so far have had, if not like like the um, the Guardians one and this one had an ending that was like downright menacing and depressing, and then the other two had ones where we lost characters that we loved. And I get what they're trying to do something here, but even the comics, what if stories weren't always that way? Yes, you had like heroes die, but even like what if the X-Men lost Inferno was a a great example. It was a very good story. Ton of heroes died, but you ended in a place of hope. And that's if I have one criticism of the what if show, it would be that. And when you mentioned earlier, would you like to see a star Wars? What if, if they're going to do it like this, I would say no, because what, you know, star Wars has always been my fairy tale among other, among other things. I love it for a number of reasons, but it's always been a fairy tale. And I want there to be a hopeful element to star Wars. And right. if they would, if they were to end every story like this, it's not something I would want to see. It was pretty goddamn dark. I could tell you that. Yeah. I mean, it literally ended dark with black. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't expecting that last night mm-hmm. when I watched right. it, and yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, but I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging that I, they oh, have the balls to do it. You yeah. know what I mean? That is don't super get, cool. I was don't I wasn't get me wrong. I love it. watching it. Yeah, but. Yeah. The animation last night made me feel like I was watching Fantasia, an old Disney animation. And I love that. It was super cool. Like mm-hmm. the Sword in the Stone, yep. uh, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I totally digged it and um, love Cumberbatch. Love that they get the original voice actors. Yeah. Eric, Eric, yeah. you were going to say something. I'm sorry, man. Well, you know, after last week's, and don't get me wrong, I, last week's was good, but I didn't watch it until way after it was out and i realized that man if i hadn't watched it just now i think i would have been just fine i didn't want this to become like the first offering of the things i like on disney plus that i just skipped or ran out of gas on Mm -hmm. but i mean it's bound to happen sooner or later and the um the thing is with this one I'm glad I just happened to be able to catch it today. It's just kind of at random. And I watched it with my kids and my, both my kids were like, Oh man, this was really cool. I really liked this. And yeah. And the story was brutal as can be, but Cumberbatch that the, the breakdown scene, dude, he freaking nailed that. And I would like it. If there could be a happy ending. Like King Tom said, because what if 
it doesn't always have to be this dark, twisted thing. I mean, what ifs are pretty let's I mean, there's an ellipsis right at the end of the thing. That means it's wide open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but as far as like the quality of it, the story it telling itself, the visuals, and then again the voice cast, it it's very well done. And I'm yes. really hoping I can get my wife to sit down and watch a single one of these because I think especially this one. Is she would really like because his relationship with Christine was always something that I wish had gone differently. Yeah. In the movie, you know, but yeah, yeah, it's heartbreaking I thing it. that happened over yeah. and over and over again. There's uh, no way out. Yeah. Wow. Boo, what'd you think? Yeah. I, you know what? Uh, I actually disagree with you guys. I kind of enjoy the, not enjoy, I think that's the wrong word. Uh, I, I embrace the, the idea that, not everything has to end well. I think, mm-hmm. I think Marvel, Marvel has, you know, they're heroes. They're going to win in the end. I, I think not, not that I want people to die, but I, I think there's very, very little, I guess, embracing of, of real negativity, real sadness, real, um, just feeling down. I, th- I, I think like the most I've felt down was when, when Coulson died in the first Avengers movie and when they, when, when you know that they, they're fucked at the end of uh, infinity war, you know, I, I think those are the two most moments, not, not for you or Raj, you, you're heartless mm-hmm. bastard. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so I've, I've, I've always felt like, yeah, of course they're going to win. They're going to make it and stuff like that. I think. And then I think the, the use of Dr. Strange losing losing christine i thought it was a very good idea that he instead of his hands he loses his heart i thought that was a very good play on what he's actually lost it's not you know not physically his heart but it's what's inside and the the extent that he goes to in order to try and 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 change something seems almost uh to relate to any one of us that would try to change whatever they could and everyone is telling him no you can't do that don't do that you shouldn't do that and he's like well i can so i'm going to try and i'm going to push mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i thought i thought the i or i, I think the the how they embrace the the sadness and the negativity in the in this what if series is something i'm in, i'm enjoying as morbid as morbid as that sounds because i think it's it's a it's a it's a change of pace and not something yeah. that i think that they were I didn't think they were willing to do at any, uh, any point live action or whatever. So, and I, I think using this, you know, the animation and the show and the idea of what if I think is, is a really good way to do it. And what is it? Uh, the animation style, you know, where Raj was talking about it being Fantasia. I thought this was the perfect way to really mm-hmm. show what Dr. Strange can do or what it yeah. looks like he's doing. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and cool. Cumberbatch was just, was just great. Yeah, so I, I am kind of enjoying that they end in a in a sad point because you're just like, wow, that's the way it would really go. That's that, right. that's what would happen. That's that you 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 feel and you're just like, yeah, because when the episode is over, I was I was just kind of sitting there just in silence watching the the um, the uh, what is it the um, what do they call that when it's the scrolling. the credits? But yeah, when I was watching the credits and the artwork going by, I'm just sitting there in silence. I'm like, damn, that was dark. That ended it really, really, really sad. 
so yeah, so I, I think it's a it's an interesting change of pace and something that I I didn't think they'd be able to do or want to do. So I I've, I've been enjoying it a lot so far. And again, give them credit they have they have tackled mental illness, mm-hmm. they have tackled grief, they have tackled social uh, inequality mm-hmm. in the three shows that they put out. It's it's phenomenal, man. You you, you got to give them credit for that and the balls for them to do it. Balls, um, yeah, yeah. Randy, what, what's your take on this episode? I liked it a lot, man. Um, I think it's probably up there, probably tied for with the uh, Star Lord episode as my favorite. And I appreciate yeah, the fact that it's a very different story. This one is way more intimate than any of the other stories. Where the other ones had all these events going on. This is very much just an episode where you get to focus on Doctor Strange, which it hasn't mm-hmm. been done that much, even in the movies. He's kind of like an underdeveloped Tony Stark in the Marvel mm-hmm. flicks. He just like gave up his narcissism and suddenly just became a good guy. And he's just kind of like eh, a, a little cocky now. So yeah. it was cool to get to see just like be kind of stuck with that character having to deal with all this. Like you said, the animation that stuck out to me as well, that it was uh, a lot more Disney, but in a in a very good welcome way. kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, also um, what's. When he's absorbing all the uh, like uh, demons and entities and all that, mm-hmm. was that blue one supposed to be the phoenix? Oh yeah, I, I, I think so. Because Les got. Because I was like, excited. come on! I was like, this <laughs> motherfucker can't absorb the phoenix. Come yeah, on. I don't think it it was. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I just I I thought that was a little too on the nose. I was like, they have to know what they're doing. Right. But um. Yeah, no, it was, I thought it was a really fucking good episode, man. Um, really I don't really have that much more to say about it, but I just like the how they've managed to tell a lot of different style of stories in these little vignettes they're doing. Yeah, me too. Me too. And it's, next it's week, so- it looks like it's going to be Thor. And Party, Party Thor? Is that a thing from the comics, King Tom? Party Thor? I don't know. Maybe. So all he wants to do is party. I think that's what I guess it's going to be about. Like, like Eddie Murphy's girl. Oof. Yeah. Hey. All the time. All the time. Or Potty on the Lawn. Wasn't that, that was a, the uh, exact weird... thing I was thinking of, King yeah. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, that, was it a Weird Al song? My girl likes to potty on the lawn? Or was that my dog likes to potty on the lawn or something? No? No. I don't know. listening to this because so. you might not get royalties for this. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. Forget it. But there was, a, there was a parody called My Dog Likes to Potty on the Lawn, Potty on the Lawn. Body on the lawn. Ah, shut up in my face. I will stop talking. Right now. Okay. Um, I do want to do one thing though. I, w- me looking, going let, through the show notes and looking up Doctor Strange stuff. I found some craziness that was on YouTube. I want to share it with you guys. 1978 TV movie from Marvel, Doctor Strange. <laughs> Take up Lantern Wong. 
the Enchantress, Queen of the Sorcerers. Now, if you're a the fan Dark of Queen. the rest of the Find your enemy under oh, wow. the ancient symbol of light. The time now comes when he must pass on the powers entrusted to him. He grows old and weary of the burdens of his life on earth. Destroy the old man before the powers are past, and victory will be ours. When does it begin? Now. It's just like the Amex movie. There it is, guys. That's the only clip I could find. Dude, Doctor I Strange. want to see more. You shouldn't have found it. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, there's no official trailer for it, so they, all they had was like pieces of clips like that. Um, hey, man. That's crazy. That's pretty cool crazy. that the Bluth mom is uh, in there as the Enchantress. The, yeah. yeah. The Bluth mom. She looks Very great, good. man. She looks great. Yeah. yeah. And that so laugh. So good. <laughs> It just reminds me so much of high school hearing that laugh. <laughs> How about that uh, stash, though, dude? Yeah, I was going to talk mm-hmm. about the stash. The Strange Dr. Strange's stash was absolutely fantastic. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Well, guys, I think it's time to say goodbye. We had a fun episode. I don't even think it was about anything, really. Um, we just jibber-jabbered for about an hour and a half. What else is there? thanks. Yeah, well, thanks anyways for hanging out. And Les, thanks a lot for coming on late. Uh, appreciate you making an appearance. Um, I guess workout went a little longer than you thought, uh, but it's okay. Randy, where can... Forget it. King Tom, king of all pods, where can people find you? You can find me being distrustful of any time I get into someone else's car on Twitter at Tom Chansky, and then I do Patreon uh, <laughs> shows for Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and the Bad Motivators. How much did that affect you? Oh, at, how, how old were you? How old were you? I was probably five. And oh my god. It explains a lot about me. Yeah, that is awful. Hey, what did your parents there's say? Also, there's also my, uh, my mother and my stepfather was laughing, and then there's the time two years later when my, uh, <laughs> my uncle introduced me to Kit. Kit. He had a friend who was a police officer. Uh, I went down to visit to, down to visit him in New Orleans, uh, and he said, "You know, my, he's in a special division of the the police department. He drives Kit." Oh. I'm like, "No way!" So the guy drove up. It's this black car, just like Kit. Car starts starts talking to me. What? I was like amazed. And then the next day, my friend, my uncle told me his friend was in the trunk. <laughs> how did you end up normal tom i'm i'm not normal you're normal fucking enough dude just to pull the prank on you yep oh I, that's oh that's gosh. pretty epic have, have you have you talked to anybody professionally about about <laughs> no, these things you oh my. Yet, but maybe i should you should I oh get, my god his number if you want yeah please <laughs> <Call her up. laughs> 
Oh my god, this is just oh, horrible. God. Wow, talk about ending on a sad note. Shit, I'm gonna go <laughs> drink myself to sleep now. Did you tell Rivers any of these stories? <laughs> no, I did not. Walking the other way and heading back. Perfect loser songs right there. Yeah. I want right. to know what if Tom would have went to Disneyland. Yes. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. Story. Yes. Well, <laughs> Mr. Carlos Borgueo. I'm Where can so people sorry. find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. God, I'm sad now. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got it. I'm heartbroken. Shit, I'm gonna cry. I'm like, I'm. The next what? time I see you, King Tom, I'm gonna give you the. Well, you're too tall to give like a big hug. I, I guess I'm just like, I'll, I'll hug your belly button. But yeah, I'll just, you're getting you the, the biggest, biggest balloon at celebration. <laughs> We're getting you the biggest balloon and cotton candy. You're gonna have a great time, little buddy. Mickey's gonna give you a hug. That's what's gonna I'm gonna get you happen. a button, a big button that says "My first time at Disneyland." Did you Arash, give those out? You know, Raj is gonna give you a pickle. <laughs> hey, boo! I ate a pickle again, dude. Oh, well, at, at least you weren't alone. Yeah. And this time I wasn't alone. I wasn't sitting like a creeper. Thank God. Uh, I was. I was walking around with my kid in a stroller with a pickle in my mouth. I guess that's not good either. Were you? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, no. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Move along, yeah. Mr. <laughs> Eric Strothers. Where can people find you? <laughs> being disgusted right here that's where uh you know what check out my other podcast the bad motivators it's about as good as this and uh follow me on twitter at eric strothers check out less also on twitter at guns mcgee at guns mcgee just look up guns mcgee you'll find him <laughs> and you can find me at the sit list uh, arms us- trending yeah it was horrible is i had to extend like the i had to pay extra for Streamyard for youtube videos because his arms don't fit in the frame so i had to do a whole different that's just awful man it's just i'm just hemorrhaging money because that guy we'll catch you next week on episode number 266 here on the
Ready when you guys are. You're on the right page of notes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me a second. Just... <laughs> what page does that say? Fuck off, Raj. Is it like page four? Oh, that, that's the title of every page. That's the cover page, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah the by the page number yeah, on every page. The, uh, yeah. I have to make sure I put that one on before I fax it.